0: Time to talk about the metaverse, and Mark Schmelick is with us, lead internet analyst at Bernstein, to talk all about this. Uh, There's so much to discuss here. Within your note, I think I liked, before we even explain what metaverse is, I would like to talk about what the, who are the beneficiaries, right? The ones, the companies that are ahead, such as Facebook, I guess, um, would go into that category. That's one of the things that you talk about, the players with the head start on the metaverse.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. And, um, you know, I think what's interesting about the metaverse, at least the way we've loosely defined it, is it's just the next evolution in computing and and how we access, frankly, the Internet, where we've gone from desktop to mobile, and there's a recognition that there's something else coming, hopefully sooner than later, and companies like Meta have certainly made uh, substantial investments to try to not just participate, but uh, you know, play a major role in the evolution to what's next. In terms of uh, you know the, the winners in this space, I, I think the current incumbents that have invested that have already, you know, users, uh, you know, probably put themselves in pole position to capture uh, whatever value is there. But the reality is, is they're already spending real hard money on things like hardware, things like chips, things like software. So, So there's already dollars flowing into it. So it's not quite this nebulous concept that may or may not come in the future. There's real hard capital already being put to work.
0: And we should watch some of these others that are outperforms. Google, Meta, Microsoft, Qualcomm, Nvidia, Snapchat, T-Mobile, Tencent.
1: Yeah, look, they're all they're all participating, or at least their executive teams have all mentioned something, uh, you know, around participation, and you know whether it's fully embracing the term metaverse, which we've certainly heard several companies do, or at least you know a, a passing acknowledgement. Uh, to an understanding that whatever we define the metaverse to be, you know, whether it's participating in, you know, the AR glasses or building out the chipsets for it or building out, you know, kind of hardware and software for enterprise clients, uh, we've certainly seen many, many companies in the public space effectively uh, publicly state that this is their ambition and a key focus area going forward.
0: What I think are some of the um, analogies that you've given us that really just sort of show us that this isn't um, revolutionary, you say it's evolutionary. And you just mentioned it. You said going from your desktop to using your mobile phone, right? And we're ordering online, for example, or using apps, right? We had one app, then we have three apps, then you have 22 apps on your phone, and it's become very day to day. And you say this is how um, we're going to be seeing the evolution of the metaverse as well. Yeah, that's
1: right. And I think there's this, you know, at least uh, one stream out there that believes the metaverse is all of a sudden it looks like that movie Ready Player One where we put our headsets and disappear into our basements. And I think there's a, you know, a real aversion from others of that type of a future. Uh, But the reason why we think it's more evolutionary is that we're already seeing pieces of it take place. Uh, You know, apps like Roblox and Fortnite are already there where they're creating these virtual worlds. Uh, You know, games like Pokemon Go are already overlaying uh, virtual elements onto our physical world. Devices, uh, you know, certainly the, the Quest devices, but also Apple Watch are already hardware that's creating new use cases that we really haven't seen before when we were just contained to experiencing the world through our smartphones. And so to me, it's a combination of all of the above. And you know, there's not going to be some magic unlock where we're all going to wake up with headsets on, um, but it's a path towards getting there. And you're going to see all these different types of use cases emerge that just enhance the experience and value of digital in our day-to-day lives.
0: Right, and we're going to have the vision of working and playing in this virtual world. And there was some breaking news today all about Facebook taking the the headline is they take a step toward building the metaverse, opening the virtual world. This is all about avatars. And I'm sure you heard about it, opening up Horizon Worlds. Um, And as long as you're 18, you can participate. You no longer need an invite to go into the Horizon Worlds beta. This is really important. Is this really big news?
1: You know, it, it's, it's certainly big, um, you know, because I think it, in, in Meta's view, uh, you know, the way they see the, the world evolving or at least their bet on the metaverse contains a couple components. One is the hardware, which we certainly have kind of the quest. We've seen, you know, the Ray-Ban stories glasses on their move towards AR or at least building out, you know, the hardware component of it. Um, you know, they've certainly built and acquired many uh, software studios to build games inside that environment but what Horizon really is it's kind of that meeting place that then allows developers to build features and elements on top of it and I think uh, for a lack of a better word it's kind of like the operating system. Um, you know for where we're going and so to me this is really about an open call to saying you know let's get developers to build in this universe we're not going to figure it out all ourselves but let's at least provide the platform for others to go do so and then let's invite the consumers to come along for the ride as well so it really is their path towards unlocking um, you know at least some of the potential of what we've defined as the metaverse.
0: And I'm curious to know, maybe you could just sort of single out in these outperforms of Tencent, T-Mobile, Snapchat, NVIDIA, Qualcomm, Microsoft, Meta, and Google. Um, Other than Meta, because we've talked about uh, Meta a lot, what are some of these companies doing right in this world and evolution that leads you to say, hey, these are the outperforms?
1: Yeah, you know, I think from the names that I, you know, that I cover in that space, uh, you know, the other one that I would I would call out is, is actually Snapchat, which, which is quite interesting because they don't always get mentioned as much when we talk about this path towards the metaverse, uh, but one could argue they've actually been doing this the longest, and their pathway has always been about you open up the application to a camera, and that's how you experience the world. And so for them, mm-hmm. you know, where, where there seems to be a lot of focus and energy on this more immersive virtual reality-like environment, they almost seem to have carved out their own white space in the augmented reality, right? Putting on the spectacles and and being able to experience virtual elements on top of our physical world. So so they've kind of carved out a unique space and they've certainly already been building uh, plenty of AR lenses and filters on top of it that users already use today.
0: All right, well, thank you. All about the metaverse hype, we thank you. And we just gotta wait for it. Day by day, Mark Shmulek, Bernstein, thank thank you. you very, very much. Nice to see you. Thanks.